If you knew me, you would know that I have a great memory of the people I meet. Hi, I'm Leah Parker Belfer, a T22, and you're listening to If You Knew Me, a grassroots podcast dedicated to celebrating diversity, equity, and inclusion at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. Hi, today I'm joined with Eric Lucas, T21. Thanks so much for being here. Julia. Um, so can you just speak to your statement a little bit? Um, I want to hear from you what it means to you. Absolutely. So I've been, I know, I, I know that people will often talk about how good their memory is or just how they can remember certain things, but I I'm not sure if I have a photographic memory, but I do think I, I, I am complimented sometimes on my ability to just remember certain aspects about my interactions with people, certain things that they're interested in. And it's really helped me form friendships here at Tuck and hmm. at other times in my life. And so when did you first notice um, this ability? I noticed it really when I was a kid. Uh, I, I would I would get complimented on it by my parents. Uh, there might be, there might have been a moment where you know we were driving somewhere, and uh, I, I and on the way back, all I remembered that oh, this was that place three months ago where you said this to me, uh, or mm-hmm. such and such a statement, and. I, I, again, I don't know if it's a photographic memory or if it's just simply, um, I tend to remember the surroundings that I'm in and uh, the people I'm with when something happens that uh, made an impact on me. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if it's something that you've always had or if you feel like it's grown or strengthened over the years. At this point, I think it's a reflex. So I, whenever I meet someone, I like to learn one or two things about them. And uh, those are some interests, it's just some interests, where they're from, what they like to do. And it's something that I'll commit to memory. And mm-hmm. at this point, I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm trying to do it. I, mm-hmm. I don't have a set of index cards somewhere where I just keep this to myself. Right. But I, in a subsequent meeting with them, I'll reach out to them and I'll ask how, how, how is, how has been this interest of yours right. or I'll, I'll bring it up in some way. And people tend to really appreciate that. They'll just remember, Oh, I can't believe you remembered that. Uh, it, it often catches them by surprise, but in a good way. And I have found it to be a really great way to just meet new people and forge new connections. Is there any one or, or couple, but one, you know, instance of this happening that stands out to you that you remember about, wow, like that really, my ability to kind of remember um, things about people and um, our past interactions really helped me in this one case or like led to something great in this one case or something like that? That's a really good question. It's, I realize it sounds kind of loaded. So, cause it doesn't need to be, you know, the best per se, like, is there just, you know, one that comes to mind off the top of your head? I think there was an instant, there was an instance recently where, where I met, I, I ran into someone who uh, I hadn't seen for a long time at Tuck because mm-hmm. of the COVID restrictions. And I just happened to mention that I, 
feels like I haven't seen you since Tuck launch. And I then just kind of rattled out. We were in, we were sitting on uh, the back of Rather, uh, having a beer and just, and you told me about your interest in uh, starting an ag tech company after mm -hmm. graduation. And this person is going into a startup, not an ag tech startup, but the fact that I remembered that was uh, in, in just impressive enough from their point of view that we ended up just having like a really long conversation, even though I couldn't say that we were close friends prior mm -hmm. to that interaction. We, ex you know, just exchanged numbers because neither one of us had each other's number and we made a point to uh, get drinks or uh, dinner sometime soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess that's not really a specific instance that's life-changing, but it's one that I think is meaningful. And, uh, it's just one that I could think of in the moment. Totally. And, and I think that, um, I can imagine it also, in addition to these personal moments, I can see it also potentially being very useful in, um, recruiting and networking as well. I think so much of, of that is, is talking to the recruiter, the companies and employees at the company. And I imagine something like your skill might be, be useful. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. When I was recruiting for investment banking, I found it to be a very heavy, uh, hands-on recruiting process. They're they're unlike um, unlike recruiting for other companies that involve more structured interactions, where the company comes to campus regularly. With banking, you have to travel to the offices and uh, meet with several people at a time, and it really does challenge you to become familiar with names and familiar with uh, roles and just learning specific details because you may encounter these people further down the line in mm -hmm. uh, an interview. And an instance of that came up when I, uh, when I was meeting one of the people at Tuck who, uh, or one of the people who recruited for my bank at, uh, at Tuck, um, a senior person, he mentioned just, in his introduction that he grew up in the Detroit area and uh, he liked baseball. I didn't see him again for three months. And then I had my final round interview with him and I just happened to remember that. And it just yeah. totally eased the nerves in uh, the moment in the situation. We ended up talking about Tigers baseball and uh, just about his interest in the sport growing up, going to games at Tiger stadium and uh I don't know if that got me the job, but it definitely made that <laughs> final round interview a lot calmer and uh, it took a lot of the tension out of the room, I felt. Definitely. Um, have you ever met someone um, that you feel shares a similar skill or has the same ability as you? I don't think I've ever challenged somebody to <laughs> like a memory off or anything like that, but oh, yeah. uh I, and, and by the way, plenty of people will um, say that I forget things all the time. There are <laughs> lots of, there are lots of details that I'll forget. So I, I, I by no means do I have a perfect memory, uh, but I, I have met, a, I have met one or two people who um, do remember uh, the way mm -hmm. that some interaction with me in the past. And I think it may have been because of how you, uh, how, how, they felt in that interaction or how mm -hmm. the interaction went for them. And I guess at the end of the day, I'm trying to remember things and my feet, I'm trying, I'm committing sort of my feeling and um, 
my time in the moment, really, rather than um, any specific elements about, you know, a person. Sure. Those The elements are part of that, but it's really, I think, more about how I felt meeting this person and would I like to remember them as well. Yeah. Well, and the reason why I asked is because I was curious, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about your, you know, your ability to remember and kind of what that's from your perspective, what that's resulted in. And I was just curious if, if we um, could talk about, you know, if you ever experienced that, you know, someone else remembering, you know, a conversation they had with you and then bringing it up to you. I was just curious if, you know, how it made you feel if, if you experienced something like that. Um, Cause I think to your point that you just brought up around feelings, I think um, that's where I think the magic is too. It's not just, oh, it's interesting. You remember this. It's, the, the thoughtfulness that probably people think is involved with it. So if you remember something about our interaction, um, that probably leaves an impression on me that, you know, um, you care and you, um, and so I was just curious if you felt like you, you had any experiences and, and if you recall what you felt in the moment. If, some, if somebody remembers an offhand remark I said that just revealed something about me, just an interest I have or a hobby I, I was doing, then I'll, I'll feel good. Yeah. I'll feel listened to. I'll feel the, that that person was attentive and was fully present when mm-hmm. they were with me and they were speaking to me. And I think that I think that I, 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 I want to be an optimist about this, but I think that notion of being fully present is harder to do these days just because there are so many distractions with uh, mm-hmm. interactions on smartphones and uh, other, other things that may come up in the room with technology. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so do you think, are you actively kind of storing information, you know, when you're speaking to someone, or do you think it just somehow seeps into your brain and, and gets in there? I, I think I'm actively, I think I'm actively doing it. Uh, I, no, I would go, I would go back and say, I think I'm passively doing it. Mm-hmm. When I'm, when I'm paying attention to someone, when I'm really looking at them and just taking in what they're saying, I, not only remember, I try not only to remember what they're saying, but just how they look when they're saying it and Mm -hmm. uh, what feeling I may be getting from them as they're saying it. And Mm -hmm. that that's going, if it's, if it's something that's, if it's a feeling that's welcoming or one that's friendly, Mm -hmm. I'm going to remember to reach out to that person and just uh, Mm -hmm. probably have more interactions with them as a result. Right. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess too, is there anything, you know, anything else about kind of this ability that we've been talking about today that you want to share with, with our listeners? I think it pays to, I, I think from an, just not only from a professional success standpoint, but also a personal success standpoint, I think mm-hmm. it really pays to just remember the surroundings you're in. Remember the people you're in the room with. Um, don't don't put too much stress on yourself to not be yourself, but right. uh, try to remember one or two things about every person you interact with that you find um, that you find meaningful that you want to speak with, uh, because you'll you never know when you'll encounter that person again, and 
you may never encounter that person again in your life. But if it's uh, if you've met someone more than once, um, there are ch the chances are there that you might meet them again in some capacity later on. And if you can establish that interaction and recall the meetings or social interaction you had with that person in the past, I think that'll go a long way toward just making sure that person remembers you and, uh, and considers you um, for further gatherings, uh, for fun, <laughs> fun activities, or uh, just um, from a professional point of, of perspective, someone who might hire you one day. So mm -hmm. I think any, I, I don't mean to make this sound like a career services pitch, but uh, <laughs> it's, I think it's, I, I think it's just really practical advice just to think about, remember the people you meet and remember the way they made you feel. Mm. Wise words. Um, well, you know, we always like to ask a fun question and I made sure to leave time because I think um, there might be a story behind the answer, but do you have any unique hobby um, that you want to share with everyone? <laughs> I do have a few. Uh, I would say one that's kind of unusual, but uh, I still find really interesting is uh, old maps. I really like old maps of, mm. uh, or just maps in general of uh, cities, countries. Um, I think I, I would trace it back to when I was little, we picked up a globe at a garage sale and uh, I was just totally fascinated by this thing with all of the colored countries and, uh, mm -hmm. and geographic features. And once I learned that this specific spot on the globe was where we lived, I wanted to know more about it and just understanding how, where my location is on this planet to me mm. just made me want to know more about what other surroundings they are, how those surroundings came to be. Uh, I, I think there is some convoluted line between uh, my interest in maps and my in my desire to study history when I was an undergrad and then international relations later on. And uh, really, I still take a big interest in just the affairs of the world and how um, the map that we live on today is constantly being rethought and remade and looking at the past maps and the current ones, I think, has also given me an idea of just where our interactions are and uh, how they how they play out in the present. Not to draw too many um, unwarranted uh, parallels, but I mean, it, it very much just hearing you describe this hobby and this interest feels related to the topic we were just talking about of like being able to kind of um, remember and, um, you know, think about. Um, and recall kind of bigger, bigger interactions or meanings behind specific events and, and being able to call to them later. I mean, the, the thought about like maps and understanding how they play um, or understanding how you fit in and remembering, exploring and remembering, you know, um, aspects about the world and um like you said, world affairs. Yeah, it seems all kind of a little related, not to be too loose in the the ties, but I think I see some connection. Yeah, no, I I I think there definitely is. Um, the most the most immediate connection in my life between those two worlds uh, was when I was in middle school. I, I actually competed in a uh, 
in the Virginia State Geography Bee. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, again, it, I guess one weird byproduct of an interest in maps was that I, you know, was able to memorize state and world capitals and uh, geographic features and be able to draw uh, maps of uh, my home state and uh, the U.S. from uh, just sort of free-handed. I tried to challenge myself to remember as much as I could on them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think there is that immediate connection there, but I, I agree. There, there definitely is a common theme of wanting to know about my surroundings, remember those surroundings, and think about uh, how those surroundings might change in the future and mm-hmm. what might be some common themes that come out of them as a result. And just a quick follow-up, you, do you, do you um, I guess, collect maps, or is it just you enjoy looking at them and, and seek them out if you're, I don't know, at a museum or things like that? What do you, how does this I, I, I do have a, a couple of uh, vintage maps and vintage atlases, um, none right here in Hanover, but I, I, I do have a couple of them uh, in storage. At some I, I have a couple of vintage maps that I have hung up right here in my condo, but um, I do, I would like to have, I would like to go more seriously into collecting at some point. It is unfortunately a pretty expensive hobby, depending on how old the map is. But uh, if I go to a garage sale or an antique store um, mm-hmm. and somebody has uh, an, an old atlas or a globe on display, I'm immediately going to take a look at it and just see mm. if it's something I might consider. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Eric. It's really been a pleasure speaking today. It was a real pleasure, Leah. Thank you so much for this project and all that you're doing to uh, to promote discussions about uh, everyone at Tuck. Thanks for listening to this episode of If You Knew Me. I founded the If You Knew Me podcast back in the fall of 2020 to help deepen student connections and foster a culture of belonging here at Tuck. Please check out our other episodes to support and learn more about other Tuckies. Special thanks to my partner, Alex Mitko, for helping with sound production. If you have any questions or feedback on the podcast, or if you want to be featured in a future episode, please contact us at the email address listed in the description.